0: And he became the commander, but he did not attain the three. You think that was bad? You think he didn't get you? Didn't, you think he didn't get his groove on? You you think he didn't get his just do? you? People be like, gotta give him their flowers. Gotta give him their flowers, bro. He got his flowers. There are some people that you know what I'm saying that y'all be like, oh, they don't get enough credit. They don't get what do you what 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 do you what 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 do you want to do? You want me to like just overly praise them and, and kiss their feet? No, play your position we know that that person did their thug thing so yeah you know play the position that God gives you until he brings you to another spot and even and if he doesn't still be content in that godliness with content is great game what you got to say to the what you got to say to the people Melchizedek Talk, straight. Kevin West. We are here to stay. We ain't going nowhere Just cause you thought we was down We up The more you hate, the more we great The more you anticipate, the more we elaborate Sit back, relax Talk radio What's going on? Seven West Talks Radio. That's where you're at. Now, tonight is a very, very, very special night tonight because, you know, full blown the public reading of Scripture Volume 2. Now, when I was uh going over this and getting everything ready, I was really overthinking it. You know what I mean? I had a uh, scripture in mind that I wanted to share with you. I, I it was a whole book, obviously. It was a, uh, but I will I will save that for a later time because uh, that that is one that I'm and I'm still learning how to present to you. You know, because ex- when you get through reading the scripture, you want to expound upon it. And I personally believe that you don't want to try to my best to not speak on how I feel about the word of God and just speak to what it says. You know what I mean? Just add my little flavor to what it says. And when I say flavor, I mean, just be excited about it and then tell you what it actually means. You know what I mean? Instead of what I think it means and then give you some historical background to it. If I have that, you know what I mean? Um, but today uh, is one of those. Well, tonight is one of those, you know, sharing sharing with you like action pack type deal. Uh, it's really really cool. Uh, like the Book of Jude, this is also a very action pack. But it's a it's an area inside of a book. It's not a whole book. So it's from Second Samuel in the Old Testament, and it's chapter twenty three. Starts on verse 8. I think it goes all the way to verse 38. Second um, Samuel, chapter 23. Talking about David's mighty men. Okay? So, starting on verse 8, Samuel, Second Samuel, chapter 23. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. These are David's... Uh, David had a core of soldiers warriors, and uh, he had <clears throat> some some officers, uh, in particular, that were just absolutely phenomenal, and uh, the spirit of the Lord wa- was on these men. So these are their names uh, of the mighty men whom David had, and please uh, forgive me if I uh, if I butcher these names. I'm doing my best, okay. David had Josheb Bass Hebeth, a Tacmonite. He was chief of the three he wielded a spear <clears throat> against 800 whom he killed at one time. Mm, mm, mm. That boy, man. and next to him among the three mighty men was Elizar, the son of Dodo, son of Ahoi. He was with David when they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle and the men of Israel withdrew. He rose and struck down the Philistines until his hand was weary. And his hand had clung to the sword. Bro had locked jaw of the hand. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro was beating them so bad his hand got tired. You know your parents, I'm beating you so bad my hand got tired. <laughs> <laughs> he getting down to it, man. Uh, they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle, and the men of Israel withdrew. He rose and struck down the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand had clung. His hand clung to the sword, and the Lord brought a. The Lord brought about a great victory that day, and the men returned after him to only strip the slain. Now I want you to understand something before I go any further. There was a. <laughs> the chief of these three men, Josheb, Basset, Bashebeth, a Tacomonite, he wielded a spear against eight hundred men, whom he killed at one time. Now you say, you might say to yourself, that's 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 Cap. It is not Cap because when you go down after it talks about his other, it talks about the the, the other mighty men. It said, this is what it said, and um, in, in verse ten, uh, he rose and struck down the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand had clung to. The in his hand had clung to the sword. Um, that was Elizair, son of Dodo, son of Ahoy. But the point is, these men were doing these great things. A man wielded a spear and killed eight hundred men at one time. And another one, he was he was he was fighting so hard that his hands clung to a sword as he was kill You know, as he was delivering as he was delivering justice and it says listen to this it says and the lord brought about a great victory that day so it's not cap because a human right in his own power may it will not do that but the lord when the lord brings about a victory anything is possible you know what i'm saying anything is possible when the lord is involved so I don't want you to miss that, okay? And the next day, and, oh, sorry, and next to him was Shama, the son of Agi, the, Har- the Harite, the Harite, H-A-R-A-R-I-T-E, H-A-R-A-R-I-T-E. Whew. The Philistines gathered together at Lehi, where there was a plot of ground full of lentils, and the men fled from the Philistines. Okay. But he took his stand in the midst of the plot and defended it and struck down the Philistines and the Lord worked for a great victory and the Lord worked a great victory. Excuse me. So it says that basically all of Shama's men deserted him. It says the Philistines gathered together at Lehi where there was a plot of ground full of lentils and the men fled from the Philistines. Like his whole camp His whole clique deserted him. You understand me? But he took his stand in the midst of the plot, in the midst of the Philistines, getting to it, getting down. He took his stand with courage and defended it and struck down the Philistines. Do you know how brave you have to be to take a stand for the Lord? You have to be brave. Yes, that's the point. But, the, but it says after this, and the, Lord, and the Lord worked a great victory. He took a stand first, he took a stand first when his, against all odds, you understand me? Against all odds, he took a stand. His team deserted him. Trained men, warriors, fighters of the highest caliber. Left him, said he took a stand in the midst of the plot. And it said the Lord, Worked a great victory. What does that mean for you, for you and me? That means that we have to take a stand. We have to have faith. Stand in the midst of the bad stuff, right? When the when when mama and mom, when mama and daddy might not have the answer, you can't go to them. You know what I mean? When brother or sister might not have the answer, but everybody's busy. They don't have the answer. You can't. You can't depend on them. You can depend on God. You call on God. You call on God. You stand in the midst of it. You take a deep breath, even though you might be stressed out in the middle of it. You say, "Lord, please come." Like cast all your burdens on Him because He cares. The Lord is a warrior. Do you not understand that is a warrior that you have on your side? You understand what I'm saying? He will, dude, listen, when the Lord, in the battle of Armageddon in Revelation, it says that he destroys his enemies with the breath of his mouth. It says in Psalm 2, it says something to the effect of when when, when the enemies plot in vain against the Lord, he laughs. He laughs. He holds them. The Lord laughs. Like, I am the Lord God. You are a human. You plot evil against me. You who are naked and exposed. All of creation in Hebrews it says all of creation is naked and exposed to 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 God, and He's aware and He 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 sees it. We have to give an account to Him. So if 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 you are naked and exposed to God. And you plot against God. You shake your fist at God. The the Lord laughs at that. Like, ha! <laughs> you know what I mean? He could destroy you with the breath of His mouth. So, so, so why not get down with that? Not why not get down with that team? Get down and lay down. You got to get down and lay down with Satan. So you might as well get down and lay down with the home team, with the good team. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So next, uh. Verse 13. And three of the 30 chief men went down and came about harvest time to David at the cave of Adullam. And when a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim, David was then in the stronghold. And the garrison of the Philistines was then at Bethlehem. And David said longingly, Oh, that someone would give me water to drink from the well of Bethlehem that is by the gate then the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and carried and brought it to David but he would not drink of it and he poured it out to the Lord and said far it be from me O Lord that I should do this shall I drink from the blood of the men who went at, who went at the risk of their lives therefore he didn't he would not drink it these are the things the three mighty men did man david was a real righteous dude man like he was like I'm thirsty I want something to drink from where bethlehem is you know what I mean from the well of bethlehem by the that's by the gate and so his three mighty men who would take bullets for him to the dome, went in enemy camp, the Philistines, which if you, it's in English translation is Palestine, uh, Palestinians, and uh, would be like modern day Jordan, Just just throwing that out there, it's kind of funny how history works, so it was like, and they're still fighting to this day, so that's how you know, that's the history connection for y'all, yes, philistines are modern day palestinians and palestine is like modern day you know jordan they still fighting to this day right now you understand me so this is history so he says i want some water from the well of Bethlehem." they went to go take the water from the enemy camp and he said there have been men that died for me to get a drink of water why should i enjoy it when they're dead it poured it out, far it be from me. I'm not gonna do that. And that's how it says it ended. It said therefore he would not drink it. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, son of Zeru- Zeruah, was chief of the 30. And he wielded his spear against 300 men and killed them and won a name beside the three. So we got Zeruiah, Excuse me. We got Ash, we got Abishai, okay, who was the brother of Joab, the son of Zeruiah. Was a chief of the thirty. He wasn't a part of the three, but he was a part. Of, he was he was head of this thirty man. This, this there's another man called the thirty that we don't even really know about. <laughs> and he he wielded a spear against three hundred men and killed them. And he got a claim to fame because of that. Beside the three mighty men, he was the most renowned of the thirty, and became their commander. But he did not attain to the three. You see, what I'm saying. What is God telling you? It's levels. It's levels to this. But the <laughs> thing is, when you rolling with when you rolling with God, man, even though it's levels, like God can bless you, like even in the so called lower levels. You know what I mean? Even in the you know that's why it's important. You know, what I'm saying to play your position in life because god can bring you up from from low to high in a matter of seconds but i mean that's his choice think about joseph anybody know about joseph in genesis he was uh one of the 12 sons that jacob had had he was the youngest right before uh before benjamin so the second to last being born his brother sold him into slavery. You know, Jacob—that was Jacob's favorite son, because he was born to him by uh, Rachel, if I'm not mistaken. He sold him; they, his brother sold him into slavery to Egypt. Spent after Potiphar's wife accused him falsely of rape, he spent ten years in prison, and then probably like right at the edge of the end of the 10 years, like right up, like the, the, the Pharaoh calls him in, you know, to interpret the dreams, Cause he had interpreted dreams of for the baker and the cup bearer. And we you know when the cup bearer and the baker got out, you know, the, the cup bearer was restored to his position and the baker was hanged. But the baker forgot the, the cup bearer forgot about Joseph. Cause Joseph was like, Hey, remember me. When you get out of prison, the cupbearer forgot. But in the course of more time, in the course of more time, Pharaoh had a dream. feel me? He needed to interpret this dream. It was about you know the famine that was going to come—seven years of of plenty and seven years of famine. And so, there's only one man in Egypt that can interpret your dreams. <laughs> so he sent for Joseph just like that bam joseph tells him the dream joseph um tells him a dream pharaoh makes him prime minister of the country god can bring a man up from low to high do you see a man skilled in his work he will be before kings he will not be before common men but even more than that like god will give you that to to get to that point you know what i'm saying but that that, that ain't that ain't that ain't that that position ain't for everybody you feel me there's levels and i just want us to understand that we should be grateful in the levels because the fact that we get to participate in this here thing called life is actually pretty cool and it's actually a blessing and then the fact that the lord god himself would lend his ear down to listen to us have favor upon us clothe himself in a human like not human like this in human flesh okay the god man the fact that he would become one of us to bridge the gap between a holy god and a sinful human to make a way for us to be forever in communion with him man can we can we get a clap for that can we get (laughs) an amen for that you understand what i'm saying the fact so yes even though abby shy you know got a name to fame and he killed 300 men with a spear you understand what i'm saying and won a name beside beside the three he was really renowned of the 30 and he became the commander but he did not attain the three you think that was bad you think he didn't get unit you, you think he didn't get his groove on you you think he didn't get his just do you people be like gotta give him their flowers gotta give him their flowers bro he got his flowers there are some people that, you know what I'm saying, that y'all be like, oh, they don't get enough credit. They don't get, what do you, what, what, what do you, what, what, what what do you want to do? You want me to like just overly praise them and, and kiss their feet? No, play your position. We know that that person did their thug thing. So, yeah, you know, play the position that God gives you until he brings you to another spot. And even and if he doesn't, still be content in that. Godliness with content is great game. Y'all better know some. All right, so this is my favorite one right here. Listen, 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 listen. After we got Abishai, we got ben- Benaniah, I think Benaniah, Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, was a valiant man of uh, Kabzeel, a doer of great deeds. Listen to this. He struck down two aerials of Moab. That's modern day Jordan. He also went down and struck down a lion in a pit on a day when snow had fallen. I had a talk with Anthony Randolph. Shout out, Anthony Randolph. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, first of all, before we continue, shout out to Anthony Randolph. Anthony Randolph has been doing this podcast thing, you know what I'm saying, way before I was doing it. You understand what I'm saying? Way before there was even a market for podcasting, for real, for real. Anthony was doing podcasts and like back when Joe Rogan was doing podcasts, you know what I mean? And he's spun off into motivational speaking and his time is coming. He's been faithful to God with his talents and his time. But me and him were talking about, uh, second Chronicles and how King Asa was, uh, even though he had, he was not perfect in his lifetime as a King of, uh, as one of the Kings uh, in Jerusalem, he was uh he was faithful to, faithfully faithful to god his whole life and fully committed to god and it says that you know at the time he uh there were you know altars to false gods around him and he never had them t- taken down so other people would go and worship other gods around but it says that he remained faithful to god so we were talking about that and then i flip i have flipped back to this particular part because i remember that you know uh and i think one of the chronicles they were talking about just a lot of the action-packed stuff like david's mighty men type stuff back then i mean back in the chronicles one of them but maybe i had got that mixed up with this scripture but that's what kind of brought me here so shout out to anthony randolph we had a great talk about this but yeah um says he, uh, he went down and struck a lion on a day once and i was just i was so excited you know what i'm saying I'm like oh man this is so cool and he said his wife had been to israel and he he said it definitely snows in israel so yeah i mean i i mean it's like a mediterranean type uh not tropical but you know you you, you know like the the cre- look, look, look 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 the fertile crescent it don't never really get cold over there so the fact that it snowed has snowed and then we have in today's time you know Anthony was just like my wife's been over there definitely snows that's amazing you know what i'm saying history lining up you know what i'm saying so he killed a lion in the snow <laughs> in a pit you know what that means bro that means that he was he was really close to the lion and they were having a battle and he could have like bro he's like i'm in a pit against a lion that means that it's dark i can't see it's snowing it's cold and he won the battle. <laughs> man, ain't the Lord good? That's crazy. The spirit of the Lord has to be upon you if you're killing a lion in a pit on a snowy day. Come on, brother. Right They're bowling. <laughs> Who what? What y'all what y'all be saying? Won't he do it? Won't he do it in a real way? <laughs> yeah, so. He ain't done though. It said, listen to this, y'all. And he struck down an Egyptian, a handsome man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, but Beniah went down to him with a sna- with a staff, and snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Boy, what is boy? What did the disrespect? <laughs> what these things Beniah did? These things did Beniah, the son of Joerda and won a name beside the three mighty men. He was renowned among the 30, but he did not attain to the three. What? <laughs> hey, and look, there's somewhere else that it says uh, about, it, it has about his exploits and chronicles. Listen, this Egyptian, this it's not telling you, but this Egyptian t- tells another script in another area in the Bible. This Egyptian was seven feet tall. That's what you're missing. This Egyptian was seven feet tall, family. This Egyptian was the same size as Shaq, and, 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 and I can imagine that Beniah was, you know, not that tall. Um, you know, the Jewish the Jewish people are not that tall, just regular sized men. Says so he went up, you know, what I'm saying, to the Egyptian with his staff and snatched the spear out of the egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear boy if that ain't hard i don't know that's harder than hard shout out, little baby Hooray! that's harder than hard <laughs> and it says that he these are the things that he did and he won a name beside he won a name beside the three mighty men he was renowned among the 30 just like abishai but he wasn't but he was not the three he went into three. He went, he went into click. He still played his role, though. He's still in the Bible. <laughs> they still got his recording about him killing a lion in the snow pit. What you got going on? Uh, Ashael, the brother of Joab, was one of the 30, okay? El-Hanan, the son of Dodo, of Bethlehem, Shama of Harad, Elika of Herod, Helez, the Paltite, Ira the son of Ikish of Tekoa, Abizir of Aniath, Mebuhuna, Mebeuna, the the, the Hushathite, you know what I'm talking about? Zalman the Eohoite, you know what I'm talking about? I'm just reading these names. This is the 30, I'm reading them off. Mahari of Netophah. Calleb the son of Benah, of Nepah itah the son of Reba, of gibe of the people of Benjamin shouted the people of Benjamin you know what I'm talking about the the smallest tribe yes sir that's what they said When look when Samuel the prophet look and look the the people of Israel after after judges they had you know God had appointed judges you know what I'm talking about to protect Israel from its uh it's opposition around it because it's enclosed around his enemies. God would appoint judges. He appointed people like uh, D- D- Deborah. Shout out Deborah. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Maybe it's Deborah. Deborah. She uh <laughs> she put a tent peg in a man's head. That's crazy work. Crazy I'm work. I'm almost <laughs> sure that she like, <laughs> uh, uh, like stealthed, like stealth her way into like a room of a, of, a, of opposition and like you know like assassinated a man. Like, he was a big man, and I think, I'm not sure if it was him, her or somebody else that was a judge, but it says that, when she stuck that knife in his stomach, you know what I'm saying? It folded over, the, his, his stomach folded over, and the knife just was plunged in it. That's it's some crazy work over here, man. People be talking about, I remember this one professor, I was in, in class, where he did not like God, bro. He was not loving it at all, bro. He, and he was just like, you know, the Bible is... Uh how you say it? it's all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> and I just I laugh because bro I ain't read a page. <laughs> Boy, it's a real thug. It's some real thugs in this, you understand me? This is real life. Crazy work. This is crazy Boy, Y'all work. playing checkers, they playing chess over here, brother. You know what I'm saying? God appointed judges. Yes. Appointed judges, you feel me? Shout out Samson. You understand me? <clears throat> Shout out Gideon, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> the point I'm trying to make is <clears throat> when that time was coming to a close. The people of Israel got very agitated and they said, We don't we don't want a judge, we want a king like the rest of the like the rest of the nations around us. We want to be ruled by a king. And before God finally acquiesced through the through Samuel. You know what I'm saying? I got to read this scripture to you because it's just, it's like, like, wow. Like, they really, like, he really laid it down to them, like, about what, what was going to happen if, 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 if a king came in. What up? It's your boy. And this is a PHA, you know what I'm saying? Player hater announcement. It's probably with someone trying to jack you, hack you for all your videos right now. So you got to make sure you keep your game tight. I'm talking about enterprise-grade security built into the site and fully managed for you like Jerry Heller managed NWA. Westside Cybersecurity. We keep the jackers, scammers, the robbers, whatever you want to call the shy off of your bed. Look for us in... Yeah, you know, and I'm going to get back to the 30. You know, I'm going to finish that off. But I just wanted to, there's a reason I'm saying this, right? I'm I'm saying like King Saul was a Benjamite. I'm just keeping it real with you. He was in the least of the tribe, Benjamite. Israel's first king was a Benjamite, the least of the tribes. So, shout out to the Benjamites. Let me tell you, and it stood from the Benjamites, you know, because it's like the Benjamites, or the least, you know what I'm talking about? That's why I was like just shouting out to Benjamin. It was just like, I got to tell you this, like the way that they was talking about kings and stuff. Listen, listen to this. Yeah. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. And they said to him, Behold, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. <clears throat> now appoint a king for us to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel. And when they said, give us a king to judge us, And Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people and all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, they have rejected me from being king over them. Okay? According to all the deeds they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are also doing to you. Now then, obey their voice, only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways. Of the king who shall reign over them. So here's the warning. Check this out. Second, 1 Samuel, ch- chapter 8, verse 10 it says So Samuel taught all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking for a king from him. He said, These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. Listen to this, bro. He will take your sons and appoint them to his chariots and be his horsemen and to run before his chariots. Bro, how do humans have enough, like, legs, speed, and power to run before a chariot? That's hard. A a horse runs faster than a human. (laughs) They can get killed in a stampede. And he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands and commanders of 50s, excuse me, and some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will, take, he will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. Listen, bro. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. Perfumers, cooks, and ba- okay. Okay. I, I highly doubt they're doing I highly doubt that's the only thing they're doing. He's just warning you though. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and Isle of orchards and give them to his servants, politicals, political alliances. He, 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 he gonna make sure his people pay, pat it up just like today. He's out for his own, right? He will take a 10th of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and uh, female servants and the best of your young men and your donkeys and put them to his work. will take a tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slaves and in that day you will cry out because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves but the Lord will not answer you in this day and I already told y'all family but the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel and they said no but there shall be a king over us that we may also be like all the nations that and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. That's what they thought. They thought the king was going to go out for them and fight their battles. They didn't think the Lord was, they didn't think from what they had seen, they didn't They didn't really feel like what, what the Lord was doing was sufficient. And when Samuel heard all the words of the people, he repeated them in the ears of the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, obey their voice and make them a king. And then Samuel then said to the men of Israel, go every man to his city. So check this out. God made you to be different and stand out. Okay? That's that's the point. God made Israel to be different from all the other nations and to stand out. He broke the mold when he made the Israelites. But they wanted to be like the rest of the world. And that's what you got to understand. You're not made to be like everybody else. If you feel like... So something different about you, it is. <laughs> now I'm not saying like take it and be haughty and arrogant about it. I'm saying that recognize that God gave you a certain set of skills and a certain set of desires and things of that nature. And then, then you need to go and press forward and, and and step into that. Don't be worried about what other people are doing and, and seeing how they do it and how they maneuver and say, I'm going to do it like that. When it t- comes to careers, when it comes to hobbies, when it comes to skill sets, you're different. If God put something in your heart to do, do it. You see all these planes and cars and things of that nature running around, flying around. I'm talking on a microphone. You understand what I'm saying? The person that made this microphone, this short microphone right here, whoever made it is making a killing right now. They didn't know they were going to make a killing before that probably but guess what? They went out and they stepped down and they said, God made me different. Even if they don't, even if they didn't believe in God, they were acknowledge, they were acknowledging him. And by the way, they stepped down in faith and started doing something. Now, bro, who makes a microphone? How do you make a microphone? How do you make a freaking microphone? Who even thought of that? That's God, man. <laughs> when somebody has an amazing thought in their mind to create something like soundboard or A mic or arm that holds a mic or you know what I mean like even the paper that words go on nobody thought about that for a while (laughs) the printing press all those things come from the mind of God that he impresses upon people's brains that's why if you lack wisdom it says in James if you lack wisdom ask for wisdom from God who gives it like like candy bro, if you just would ask. But you have to ask according to his will. You ask and you do not receive because you ask for your own indulgent desires, family. You cannot do that. That is not how this works. God is a lot of things, but he is not a liar. He cannot lie. He's only going to tell you the truth. And the truth is, you can ask for wisdom from God. He gives it like candy, but you must ask. You must ask. First of all, you must ask unwaveringly, like w- without doubt. That's a command. And, you know, sometimes I, I don't know if I. I did. No, you're either going to ask without doubt or you're not, family. And any person who asks with doubt is double minded and unstable in their ways because that person surely doesn't expect to receive anything from God. Oh. And that's just no cap. You have to ask with, with no doubt, and and I'm not saying that like that won't tinge up in you. But the more and more you ask, the more and more you come boldly before the throne. You understand me? You 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 create that confidence. You you create that 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 confidence that you can come to God. It's like a muscle you got to work out. It's a spiritual muscle. Y'all need to stop acting like the spiritual realm don't exist out here in the streets. It's converging. I don't know what's happening. Something's converging where it's like the spiritual realm is crossing over into the physical realm and the people who just care about what they taste, touch, see, smell, and hear. Brother, that's passing. That is passing. There is is something coming. There is something coming. I don't know when it's coming. There's something coming, man. There's something big is coming and 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 it's going to converge the spiritual world and the physical world together. But sir, Ma'am, you want to make sure that you're locked in to the Lord and asking in an unwavering way. You understand me? Because God made you different. God made you stand out. And it's coming a time where your faith is going to be tested. And you need to learn how to start asking God for stronger faith. He gives greater grace. So he understands that you might have issues coming to him. He understands doubts. Let me tell you something. The more you come boldly before the throne, the more he will say, cast all your burdens on me because I care about you. The more you will say, right? Here I am, Lord. The more he calls for you, the more you say, the less you'll say. You know, you'll hide and be a coward. Like, you know, Gideon, it says it Gideon was a coward in the Bible. He was, God had called him like three or four times. And like, he was like, hey, can you send me a sign? And God did it like three or four times for him because he was, God called him to do something. God calls you to do that same thing. Okay. He is patient. He is willing that none will perish, but all come to a repentance and a growing knowledge of him but yeah let me read the last uh, let me read the last uh, um, part. So the, the 30 you feel me I, I felt the need to tell y'all that family because it's important that you understand that like in this world where people are trying to like do uniformity and like create you know what I'm talking about like robots you're not a robot family God made you different God made you stand out you need to understand that and step into your greatness you understand me so <laughs> okay, Alright, here we go Benaiah of Pirathon, Hedai Brooks of Gash Abby Albon the Arbathite Azmeveth of of Elihaba, uh, the, the Shalbanite the Sons of Jash, Jonathan Shema the Heretite, the Hebrewite. Ahim, the son of Shara, the Herorite. Ele, Eliphelet. Who? Eliphelet. The son of Abishav. Mach. Elahim. The son of ah, ah, Ophel, of Gilo. Hezro of Carmel. Shout out, Hezro Carmel. Parai, the Arbite. Egal, the son of Nathan of Zobah. Bani, the Gedite. Ooh! That's a thug. I already know he's a thug. I, didn't tell you, I know he get down. Bani, the Gedite. Zelik the Ammonite. Nahari, of Vero, the Armor, the Armor-bearer of Joab, the son of Zerah. You understand me? That, listen to this. This is a whole name out here, Charlie, Charlie read it. the Ammonite. Nahara of Bir- Biruk, the armor bearer of Joab, the son of Zerai. Ira the Ithrite. Gareb the Irahite. Uriah the Hittite. 37 in all. Listen, Uriah, I just, listen, I didn't even realize that. You don't, you don't understand me right now. This is crazy work. It's crazy work. Listen, listen, listen. Uriah the Hittite. If that sounds familiar to you, because it sounds familiar to me, Uriah the Hittite was was the husband of Bathsheba. Oh my gosh! Bathsheba was the one that David saw when he was on his rooftop. He saw her taking a bath. You feel me? He saw that she was beautiful. He called that girl. He said, "Hey, send for her." Came to the chambers, got her pregnant. He sent Uriah to the front line. No, if before he was trying to get Uriah to come home, you feel me? From being on duty. Come home, sleep with your wife. You know what I'm talking about? Come home to your wife. Chill out. I'm putting you on leave. Bruh, he's in the he's in the thirty, you feel me? Like he would he would the squad. He would but he's in the special forces of Israel. You know what I'm saying? And the king, in the king, you know what I'm saying? In the king's army, he's in the special forces of the army. You feel me? And he's telling him. It would be like telling it would be like it would be like Joe Biden telling a it would be like Joe Biden telling a Navy SEAL, uh, come go and leave. Bro, the Navy SEAL would be like, no, like ah, you want me to go back to my wife? I'm over here. Well, maybe they might take the leave now, but I'm saying, like, Uriah was like, I love you King. Da- and and you know king, kings back then, kings went out to fight with their people. So before David had got all chill and stuff, he was fighting like he's he killed Goliath. People know about David's exploit. They used to when they ran through the when they when they went through this when the king Saul was the when king Saul was the king, you feel me? And they came through from battle when David was in the court. He wasn't the king yet, but he was he was in the court, you feel me? He was it was in Saul's army and then they they singing, you know what I'm saying? Saul has killed thousands, but David has killed tens of thousands. That's what we're talking about, high-tech players. Uriah knew that David was a high-tech player. He like, bro, I didn't see you go out and bust down, you know, hundreds of men by yourself, killed the Goliath. You know what I'm talking about? The, c- Come on. Big, tall Goliath. I've seen you kill him with rocks in the head. Cut his head off. I'm not, I'm not leaving the front lines. I'll die for you. So David says, so be it. <laughs> Sent him up into the lines where he knew he'd get killed. And he died. And the Lord uh reprimanded David for that. And David uh David uh David uh he repented of that. And it tells us. Okay. So I don't mean that to point out David's flaws. I just say that to like let you know like Uriah the Hittite at the end, like he was in the special forces and it's just, this is real life, man. Like it would be like if the leader of our country, Joe Biden, you know, saw some Navy SEALs wife and was like, I like her. I want her and proceeded to sleep with that man's wife. And then the man, you know, you know, Hey, you go back you know he's trying to cover it up but the dude is like no nah, i don't want to do in, in in today's time you know it ain't nothing like he ain't calling him back Nothing. He's gonna send him to the front lines and probably get killed or he probably just be like i i got your wife pregnant so what but i'm just saying like this is how you know that the word of god is not there's nothing like if if the if the if if if, if there was any attempt to make this look like a pretty picture God would have hidden all of that, but he doesn't. He exposes it because when you expose, like, a lie to the darkness, it gets obliterated. And that's one thing, like, personally, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna, you know, I'm just letting you know, like, in my life, that has been a thing where I thought that, you know what I'm saying? I, I had this thing that was going on, and I had to carry it in my chest, and I didn't I didn't want to tell anybody because I thought, man, when people know, I'm going to be real embarrassed. And when people know it's over. And when people know it's it's just gonna ruin everything. But the moment that it w- the moment that I opened up somebody and let somebody know what was going on, kept an open line of communication, the moment that I did, everything got better. So it's important that you don't hide the truth. You tell the truth. You know what I mean? We all fall short. Of the glory of God. But I just wanted to put that out there for you. Number one. You know. You were made. To stand out. And do something different. God called you with a certain specific set of. Talents and skills. You will give an account. One day as to how you use those skills. Time and talents. It's important. That you do it to the best of your ability. It's a disrespect to the creator. If you don't go out and you you do your best, put your best foot forward. In the midst of the plot, stand strong. And then number two, expose the lie with the truth. Shed light on the lie by, by telling the truth. The truth really will set you free. That's all I got for tonight. Thank you for listening to this public reading of scripture. This is Tevin West. This is Talks Radio. You have a good night. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs>